everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I am really excited to share with you today's interview. I am interviewing a woman by the name of Marilla Holbert. She has been an esthetician and a cosmetologist for about 30 years. She has worked in Romania as an esthetician. She has worked in Paris as an esthetician. And now she actually is the founder of the International School of Beauty in Palm Springs, California. She owns two spas here in Palm Springs, Palm Desert, La Quinta area. And she has created her own skincare line, her own color line, and she also has a few other things up her sleeve. And I just, I just wanted to get her on the show and to chat with her because I have heard amazing things about this woman for several years. So we just had a really nice casual conversation about beauty biz school, who's enrolling, who's getting the jobs, how they're finding jobs. And then at the end, she shared her three R's to success and I loved them. So you're going to want to check out her website. You're going to want to hear her three R's to success and you're going to enjoy learning about all the things that she's experienced over time in multiple facets of an amazing industry. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. everybody and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete, and I have a guest today by the name of Marella Holbert. Marella is somebody I have heard a lot of good things about for a very long time, so I am excited to pick her brain and have her share her Beauty Biz experience with us. Welcome, Marella. Thank you, Lori. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you're here. And you know, the funny thing is, is we are practically neighbors. You're also in Palm Desert, correct? Yes, I am. Well, I have to uh, make a point to meet you in person because you're even well-known in Los Angeles. Some of my clients there have asked me, they say, Lori, we know you go to Palm Springs a lot. Have you ever had a facial by Morella? <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably I touch a lot of clients in 20-something years of, of working. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. How long have you been doing facials? I, uh, I'm a esthetician for 30 years. I did facials for 20 about seven days a week. I mean, I, I raised my children, I put them to school, I bought my first house and my second house. I, I, I work nonstop. I had a hotel um, job in the beginning and in my days off, I was building a clientele. And um, I loved it so much. It was a hobby and my job. And, you know, it wasn't that hard to work in the day off. But of course, I got older. So, after 10 years, I slowed down, I burned out, and I decided to open a school and teach others. I want to talk to the, that a little bit because everyone listening in is going to want to know about you. So I'm just going to highlight a few things and then we'll get into more details. Tell me if I have this correct. You are licensed as a esthetician, as a cosmetologist. Is that correct? Yes, both of them. And you have and are the founder, I believe, of the International School of Beauty here in Palm Desert. 
Yes. You guys have a ton of different licenses that you can get training for, right? It's esthetician, cosmetology, manicuring, massage. Barbers too. Very popular barbers these days. I saw that you offer something where you can switch over from a cosmetologist to barber training. You offer that kind of skill set as well or training for that skill set? Yes. They call craft, craft training programs. So they're really fast and easy. Now let's continue on with your list of all the titles that you own. You also own two spas out here in Palm Desert, Spa Du Jour. And I don't know what the name of the other one is, but I've actually been in there purchasing supplies before. It's Mirella and Associates because I have quite a few associates. Okay, perfect. And then you have developed a color line for hairdressers. Yes, I had a skincare line for 30 years. I still have it. I have a lot of professional pills. I put, it's my baby. I keep adding things to the skincare line. And then, of course, you meet a lot of people and developers. And then I thought, oh, let's have some fun with color. So our color, it's, it's amazing. And the students, they have fun. And it's just, uh, you know, you try to play. When you get a little older, you try, you, you, you have a little more time to play. And color, it's a great, great way to play. I don't know how you have time to do anything. I'm looking at all the hats that you wear. Is there something, because there's a lot of people listening in, in the beauty biz that are trying to run a business. They're trying to be a practitioner. They're trying to be a mom. They're trying to be a wife. How do you get it all done and do it so well and have such a great reputation surrounding it? People love you. I don't know. Probably you need to, you need to love what you are doing so you can, you can do it many, many hours a day. Uh, I was lucky. I, I have a great family. My mom helps help me raise my children. I have uh, a lot of support. My daughter is in the business with me. My son lives in Europe, but helps me with a lot of things. My brother is here, so it's it's a family family business. So they they do help. I didn't do it by myself. Now, I my friend Cricket just went out and actually taught a class at your school. Yes, she did. Yeah. She said she had a blast doing it. And she also said that you created one other thing. There's something called, they're like a disposable aesthetic wipe. Will you tell me a little bit about that? Because she sparked my curiosity. Oh, yes. We, oh, I had a hard time to find cotton, four by four cotton that you can do the amazing mommy mask. So I, uh, I researched for a few years and now it's really easy to everything it's on the internet you just have to put hours and hours of researching so i i i was lucky and i found this manufacturer of course uh, far away and i uh, i i got this amazing cotton and it's really not expensive and very uh, versatile you can use it for facials for for waxing for every single aspect of of aesthetics and hair well i will um let you give a shout out to where people can find that at the end of the call today. Cause I know if I don't, yes. I'm, people are going to be very curious, but yes. I think what I want to talk about with you, I have so many questions surrounding what's happening in the schooling, aesthetic schooling and all of the beauty biz schooling. So who is enrolling right now to become an esthetician? Like what's the ideal person look like? You know, pretty much like me, you have little money and a big dream and you want to, you want to do something and you want to change your life or, uh, or sometimes your parents, they push you. So either way, uh, half of people, they make it. Not everybody makes it. 
they think they came to the beauty school just to have a flexible career and make their own hours. They don't understand you have to be there for the client. They have to find you really easy. And um, they do have a dream. They all work hard, and sometimes they work other jobs. Unfortunately, the, the, the short skincare program is not enough to get you all the tools you need to, to make a living. And the new direction that the beauty business goes with all the one, one esthetician business in a little room, you have to know everything. You need to know how to book, how to answer the phone, how to clean, how to uh, market yourself. And it's impossible to learn all this in 600 hours. No school in the world teaches this. And they really have to do a lot of research themselves. I wanted to actually, that was my next question for you. I'm curious, have you seen a shift of who is applying to come to beauty school? Is it an older demographic now? Are you still getting a mix? Are they people looking for a second career? Has anything shifted in that area over the last, say, five to 10 years? Uh, yes, we have, we have a lot of mature people. That's a very exciting field. Everybody's interesting on skincare and they think it's easy and they, they come to school and then they realize it's a lot of work. You need to learn all that heavy book and pass a test. And then they buckle themselves and they apply themselves and they're mature and they know what they want to do. That was so, kind of what I was going to ask you. Now, I want to circle back to what you mentioned just a few minutes ago about who it is and what they're expecting where did you go to school to learn this? Did you go in Europe? Because I know you're from Romania. Was, yeah, back, back in Romania. Back in Romania, I was excited like everybody else is here to do skincare. It was beauty. It was beautiful. It was very social. So um, it was exciting to go. I went about three years through school. That's what I was going to ask you. What is different in Europe? Because my teacher, I was lucky enough to have a woman in Los Angeles who had a four-year degree in aesthetics. She was European and I felt like I learned so much from her, but it was too fast. The 600 hours is too fast. So what did your school focus on for three years that we may be missing here in the States? Oh, we did uh, we did pretty much the, the book that we have here. It's a very extensive book, My Lady or Salon Fundamental. They're very extensive, but you have to go through that book with the speed of light. And there's no way you, you master everything. We did anatomy. We did skin diseases. We did all the treatments and all the skin types, skin analysis, and everything. It's in the book here. It's just we don't have enough time. They make great money. They put a lot of effort in those beautiful books. Unfortunately... The students, they just read them. They don't have time in 600 hours to apply themselves and to learn everything. Uh, all the electricity, they're lucky if they do one or two operations on, on electricity. So our school was really the whole month of skin diseases, just the theory. And then we have to practice another three months on different skin diseases. And, of course, we could use lenses and we could <laughs> do things that we cannot do here in California. Now, do you... Looking back on that, do you feel like it was taken more seriously as a career when you got this three years of education and you stepped out into the real world looking for a job and trying to establish a solid clientele? Oh, everybody got a job. We didn't go three years through school to just go and work uh, in a restaurant. Everybody got a job. If we went to that program and you worked so hard and we, we did a lot of services every single day nonstop. Half of the day was book work, half of the day services. So everybody got a job. 
And it was taken seriously as a career. I know sometimes oh, here yeah. we graduate from school with 600 hours and our loved ones or our husbands are saying, okay, well, you you have a hobby now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too short and it's not. And everybody prepares to pass the state board and then they look at their license and nobody hires them. I want to talk about that in a minute, but, but before we move on to that, how about, I know the next step of your career from Romania, was you moved to Paris? Did you work as a skincare provider or therapist there? I was an esthetician in Paris and we, we carried big lines, big Guerlain, Yves Saint Laurent, Chanel, they're all on top and we work in the basement. We did wax, we put Chanel lotion after waxing, we did facials with the most amazing stuff. We had to sell them, but we were able to work with them and we train those big houses, they train us in the products, in the services. So that was exciting, but they, they only hired the best. They, they didn't hire, they, it was very, very hard to get a job. You have to pass interviews. You have to be pretty, pretty good. But the European esthetician, they were, they were popular in France too. That's what I was going to ask. More, <laughs> yeah. More schooling. The, in France, I think it was two years. We had over three years of schooling, so uh, much more strict. I mean, it was it was strict. We couldn't miss a day. We couldn't be late. We couldn't slack off. And then you're taken more seriously as an expert when you step out into the working world? Yes, yes. So let's fast forward to what's happening in the United States. You see a lot of students, and I want to know who's getting the jobs when they get out of school. Like, what kind of student is the type of student that if somebody called your spa and said, Marilla, I'm looking for somebody perfect, like what kind of qualities are you looking for? So you feel comfortable referring out this student? I think personality, it's a big, big, uh, big thing. You can train someone to wax. You can train someone to do facials because they don't know how to do, do it very well anyway after 600 hours. You can train all this. They have to love people. They have to be in service, you know, like a, I hate to say this, but like a servant heart, you, you love to be in service. And, um, if they just think, um, you know, it's just an easy, easy way, easy, easy job is not, you have to, you have to love people genuine, genuinely. So it's more of a personality and you think yes. you can learn the skill sets after? I think you can learn the skills. I think you can learn the personality too. Oh, you do? Cause <laughs> yeah, some people wouldn't, wouldn't feel that way about it, but that's interesting. What do you think it is? Like they get out there and just start to get their hands on people and learn more about the emotional part of giving facials and that kind of thing? I think, I think it can be developed. I think if they belong to a group, they cannot develop it if they, if they go and they rent a room at Sola Suites. They do their uh. own thing. But if they join a group of estheticians and they uh, share experiences and compassion and, you know, that emotional, uh, <laughs> not IQ, the EQ, yeah. emotional yeah. quota, um, I think it's, I have new estheticians coming and they, they shift in a few months. They, they are emulators. They want to be successful, obviously. Everybody wants to be successful. And um, I saw people changing. It's a job. When you touch people, you change. You cannot, you don't have a choice. You either quit or you change. 
This is why I offer coaching programs in our industry. And really what I'm trying to create out there is a success community. And you're right. When you start to surround yourself with these other estheticians, it's powerful, the shifts that take place and the success that you can achieve so quickly. It is. It is. And I know when I first started, it felt like a lonely place. Everyone seemed to keep their trade secrets very close and, you know, protect them. And I think that's starting to change as well. There are more giving yes, people the out there. Media. Yeah, with the social media. I mean, you cannot keep secrets anymore. They're out there. Yeah, that's true. Find them. <laughs> that's true. I, I want to know at your school... Are there business skills that are being taught? Because that's the one thing that I really find is missing. Like nobody's teaching these estheticians how to find a job when they get out of school or how to market themselves or how to do social media. Yes, we have, we have a chapter in the book that's, you know, (laughs) it's supposed to teach you this, but of course it's outdated. Nobody speaks about social media, the books and the test and no, you know, they, the social media is something new, and th- those books, they, they, they were not updated for a few years. So um, it's up to us to change this. So, of course, I'm doing it here because I know what they need when they go in the world. But I, it's not done in school. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that's missing. They need more on this. Then definitely if you are willing to do training on on. On social media, I think the esthetician, they really need this. Yeah. Social media, marketing skills, how to write a newsletter, marketing, all yeah. that stuff. And I would love to come to your school and share some of this stuff with your students at some point in time. I, I like giving back that way. I feel like it's fun. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. We'll plan that, that for some morning in the future, near future. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I would be really, really happy and thankful if you, if you can come. I will. I will for sure. We'll get in touch again. I'm having this big live event where all I'm teaching for two days is business and marketing skills in early August. And when I get back from that, I'll definitely call you and we'll put it on the calendar. I would love to commit to something like that. That's great. I, I have to tell you, I do, I teach them marketing and specials the, the old way, the way that I did it. But I, all the old timers, they don't know enough about social media. So if you can do something that you can bring the social media to the, to the marketing, that would be great. Oh, of course. I have a little system that I use and, um, it's really simple and really effective and I'll teach your students that, and you can incorporate it into your teachings from there on out. That would be great. Well, I was so excited because one day I opened up my Facebook page and I saw a message from you that said, Lori, please help me share the word on this petition. And you are stepping forward to help us be able to do dermaplaning here in California. Is that correct? Yes. I, I, I will dedicate the, the, last, the, the next years of my, my professional life in, in trying to expand the scope of practice for estheticians because we're too many and there's not enough things to do. And the new, the new, there are new procedures every day, and we're limited by the rules and regulation and the tight fist that the state board keeps on us. It seems like California is worse than most states. My friends in Arizona can do whatever they want, basically. My friends in New Hampshire can do laser hair removal. We are very limited here. Exactly. And I went to meetings and I will go to every meeting. By the way, it's a meeting coming on next weekend, Saturday and uh, Sunday and Monday in Santa Ana. Stabor has a meeting and everybody can go. And I will be again there and I will try to push the eyelash tint and the 
they're not planning and I don't know why you cannot use lenses when we have to, you know, pass a test and we're totally uh, capable. Now I have heard, and I don't know if this is true or what I like to call an urban skincare myth. What are we fighting against to be able to do these simple things? Is it the medical board or is it just old school laws or regulations that need to be, attention needs to be brought to them? Do you know the answer to that? I think it's old school. I think it's old school. Medical board, they're not against us doing That's dermaplaning. That's what I thought. Because they use estheticians to do dermaplaning. They use estheticians. Did you ever see a doctor doing extraction <laughs> or a nurse? They don't have that time. We use a steamer. We do amazing extractions. We put a mask after. We, we do it safe. And nobody can do it or or... 90% of us, we hide because we want to help our clients. What's silly to me is the fact that these people can go buy these tools at yep. a drugstore and probably hurt themselves doing it at home or not get a, the, the best result, but we have to struggle so hard to step forward and change. Exactly. Exactly. And pay fines if yeah. you want to help our clients. Yeah. And there's still something that's confusing in California. I would love to get somebody from state board on my podcast in California. I don't know if we're allowed to use certain modalities or not. The The old school verbiage is very confusing. I know LED light just passed, which is very exciting. Yes, because it's backed up by very powerful manufacturers. They sell the light, but they're not planning. Nobody helps us because nobody sells us the cheap blades. I mean, they do, but they don't have any power. So that's why where is where our money is power. So we have to do it ourselves because no big manufacturer will help us. There's power in numbers as well. And you got a lot of signatures on that petition. Did that uh, help you speed up the process at all? Or did it get anyone uh, at state board to pay attention to you a little more? I hope so. But they, they told me it will be a long process and they will consider it as a shaving in order to pass. So it's okay. What's the next step that you have to take? Uh, we just, I just have to go to all the meetings and uh, just try to, every time, to put it on the agenda and see what they think. The medical board, they said, as long as we remove just hair and no skin with a blade, we'll be okay. And I'll just show up every time and I'll just uh, be the, the squeaky wheel. Yeah. Hopefully. That gets some attention. Hopefully we'll take, you know, in one year we'll be able to do it. And now the lash tinting thing, they said, because clients want this service. Oh, for 30 years. I, yeah. did it the, I did it for 30 years. And we still can teach it in school. And the funny part is I'm teaching it to cosmetologists, but cosmetologists, they don't want to do it. And the esthetician, they hide and they do it, they do it home. Because no cosmetologist is not safe to do it in a chair. And no cosmetologist wants to go next to anybody's eyes. Well, I just heard that they said cosmetologists can't even do it anymore. Like it, they, t they banned that as well, the FDA. So what somebody needs to do is get an FDA approval for yes. the dye. And then it, our problems would probably be much easier to solve. Yes, we, we can do it, but we don't have any dye to do it. So we just fake it and we, we do it with something that doesn't have cold tar and of course doesn't last, but at least we can teach it in the school. So I'm, I'm happy they didn't take it out from schools. Oh, wow. So there's just, you have certain yeah. regulations that you have to follow being a school that are different than what yeah. we get to implement out of school? Yes. Huh. Wow. 
It's very interesting. Well, however, I can support you on that because I know my friends in Arizona that my esthetician friends that do dermaplaning say it is their number one moneymaker. Like people love this service and they keep coming back for more and more and more of it. Yes. Yes. And no side effects and no problems. Like after waxing, you know, they don't, they don't ban Brazilian bikini and how many people get, they get injured doing this. That's true. That's true. And that's a good point. I guess sometimes if you can create a new awareness and clarity around it, then maybe we'll get, you know, some attention paid to the matter. Exactly. So we just have to show up there. They're, you know, old school and they're all cosmetologists. They don't know anything about skincare. They just know hair and rules and they, they changed the name of the state board about three times in three years. And they have time to speak about those things rather than, you know, fix that curriculum a little bit in our favor. Something that always amazed me during the failing economy was our industry was supporting the economy in a very powerful way. It was still growing. It was hitting the multi-billion dollar mark. And I feel like it'd be great if somebody could recognize that and support our needs. It will be great. And hopefully it will happen. If there'll be a few people, they'll, they'll give their seats to some others. They have more open mind and well, we'll we'll change now. Now we have the power of social of social media. Before we didn't have that, so I don't think they have a choice. They have to change things. My thought on this is: Wouldn't it be a wonderful place if we could become unified and work together and support each other? State boards support us. We support state board, and it just becomes more unified because that's when powerful things happen. Exactly, but we need a we need more people to go to the meetings and speak. Everybody can speak there. And I know estheticians, they speak better than I do. And they just have to go there and drive. I flew to Sacramento for the last meeting. Now I just have to drive two hours. But we have to take that day off and and do it. Yeah, there's power in numbers when we can all show up and support each other. And that's when they pay attention. You're right. That's how that whole LED light thing got changed is people showed up for the first time in a powerful way. Like, no, 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 we're not going to let this happen. Exactly, exactly. And I understand they work hard behind the chair and maybe it's easy for me to speak because I'm I'm older and I, I put my dues and I have the luxury now to take a day off here and there, but we have to do it. We have I, to do it. Otherwise we're we're fading away. <laughs> another mission of mine in this whole beauty biz world is to create a success community. And I won't be able to go to the meeting next Sunday, Monday because I'm gonna be on my way to Arizona. Hopefully I can get there. I know that you probably saw on the news, the road between here and Arizona got washed out last night. It's not even open today. I heard people uh, traveling to Mexico to get to Arizona. Yeah, I think I'm going to get a nice view of the Salton Sea. I'm going to have to do a G-tour to find my way back to the Denver here. But what can you do? You make stuff happen, right? You have to figure it out. Exactly. (laughs) Something else I was curious to ask you about getting back to school is... When I went to school, I feel like they kind of maybe lied to me a little bit. They're like, don't worry, 86% of people that graduate from school get a job and they make about $80,000 a year. That was the statistic back in like 1990, I think it was actually 2000 when I went to school. I want to know now, like realistically, when somebody graduates, how do they find a job? Because the number one question I get asked as a coach and a consultant is, Lori, nobody will pay attention to me. I'm a newbie. Oh, no. 
oh no, they they have to ask for an interview and they have to know how to do an amazing wax, an amazing massage for the face. They may need to do some extractions and they will get a job. They will. I have people calling me every day to recommend estheticians, but they want good ones. They don't want the ones they, they barely tickle the skin when they massage it. Yeah. They want good ones. And they ha- you have time. I, I mean, it's short. In 600 hours, it's really short. But if you work hard during the school and you, you give a facial to everybody you meet, complimentary, you have to work for free for, for, for a little bit. And you'll, you'll develop that sense of touch and you'll develop, you know, the, the magnet in your, in your fingers. It's just practice. You have to practice much more than you are required, the minimal operation they require you to do in school. I love the fact that you touched on those two points because I own a spa in Los Angeles. And the two things that I see missing when I go to hire, I don't mind hiring somebody right out of school because they're eager and they're ready to learn. But you're right. When I have them give me a facial, it's like they're barely touching my face. Exactly. (laughs) And then, you know what? I've had girls that show up and they don't even know how to hold a wax stick out of school. Exactly. Exactly. Because they did the three eyebrow wax. Yeah. In the whole school. Do the girls in your school or the, I guess there's guys involved in our industry now too. I'm sounding old school here. (laughs) It used to be mostly females. Do they get to work on clients in your school? Oh, yes. Yes. They work nonstop. We build a clientele. I opened the school 12 12 years ago and they they work nonstop. At the end of the day, we clean for one hour the floors because when you're a beginner, you can drip. (laughs) (laughs) So so nonstop. I have a, a... Italian line of wax that's a little less expensive because expensive because it's it's our brand and I I we just use it all day long. We wax everybody except dogs and cats. We, every hair that we we advertise free waxing. We we they can bring friends and family. We have a lot of cosmetologists. They they need waxing, so we do. We have to practice, otherwise. No, it, just the first thousand wax, waxes are hot. First After thousand. That, it's easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember my hands would shake when I went to wax a client at first because it was just, I doubted myself a little bit because I certainly didn't have a thousand under my belt. But you know what? I actually, I don't know if you know this or not. I had, I rented a space here in Palm Desert and started a little skincare center a few years back. And I hired one of your students, Jadon. Oh, yes, yes. I remember her. She was wonderful. She was wonderful. My clients loved her. And then we lost the lease and I just didn't want to hustle and find a new place out here. So I closed up shop, but I now send everyone who asks to your spa de jour and they love the girl that you have waxing over there. Oh, thank you. Is it yeah, Danielle? They did, their, they, they did their thousand. Oh, I, it's a destiny. One is destiny. One is Kate, uh, Monica. I think it's I have, destiny uh, that a lot of my clients and my friends go to. Now my sister goes there. She goes to your spa. Oh. And and they're all great. like, I don't know what wax she uses, but you got to get it in your spa in LA. It's amazing. So I'll have to pick your brain about that. You said it's your oh, brand? Yeah. We have our own brand, Wax Necessity, and you can go check it online and choose. There are about four kinds of hard wax with different hardening point and about four or five soft wax. So... I can give you samples of all this. 
That sounds amazing. But let's give a shout out to where people can find all of the stuff that you offer beauty biz professionals. So is there a website where they can Google you or go to and see what you have? It is a website, Beauty for Pros. So it's beauty and four, number four, pros, beauty for pros. Or they can go to, to my webpage, it's Mirella at Mirella Online. So it's M-I-R-E-L-A at M-I-R-E-L-A-O-N-L-I-N-E. So uh, actually, it's, I'm sorry, it's Mirella Online. Was my email address Mirella Mirella online? Okay, well, Sorry. good. If they want to, they want to get in touch with you. Then they know how. Um, yes, yes. And uh, we have in Palm Desert the the beauty supply, the Mirella and Associates skincare and supply. So we sell everything there. The place that you wear, waxing and cotton and uh, four by four and everything you need to work skincare. You know what I used to go get at your place and I haven't in a while are those really, I use them for hot towels. They're these really amazing hand towels that are microfiber, but not like a microfiber I've seen anywhere else. Yes. I, I still, I, I'm shopping around and I, I used to go to China every year at the Cosmoprof. So I find different things that I, I try to bring and I'll have something new all the time. I love that. Now I want to, I, I don't like to go to a place of negativity, but I feel like when people listen in and they hear somebody like you that's successful and you own spas and you own schools and you still do facials, they think you have a perfect life. Was there ever a time you felt beat up and you felt like getting out of the industry? Oh yes. Yes. And as a matter of fact, I'm not doing facials anymore because my clients, they got, I had a pretty long waiting list and they got really upset. So oh, no. I, <laughs> I uh, changed from facial to permanent makeup because I still love to work on clients, except the permanent makeup clients, they only come once a year or every other year. So now I <laughs> I don't have to, I have time for the school. So I um, I just have to correct this. I'm, I'm not doing facials, but I'm doing permanent makeup only on one day a week. So that's perfect. I, I still got that, uh, that's, how should I say this? You still get your hands on. to work on clients, the hands on. And I love that the client care and, the, you know, friendship and the camaraderie with the clients. It's amazing. I feel the same way. I get asked a lot, Lori, you know, you're doing all this consulting. Why do you still work in the treatment room? And it's part of my skincare soul. I need to be in there with my clients. It's very important to me and to my success. Oh, that's very important. And I forgot to say, when one of my girls get the flu, they cannot work on clients. So I'm so happy to fill in for them. Oh. Only, <laughs> yeah, every time I say, don't cancel anybody because that's the best. When you do a facial, I feel like I'm going to heaven and back. Like <laughs> my client, it's like you you cannot just give it up. It's I'm doing demo, you know, in the school all the time, but that's different. Yeah. When you just do a facial and, and you make someone someone's day, it makes your day too. Now I want to, you've been in this for 30 years. You've worn a bunch of hats. I always love this part of the show where I asked my guests to share three tips to our listeners that would help them speed up their level of success or maybe take their level of success up a notch. I, I would say, of course, everybody knows hard works. It's, it's important and you, you have to not spare. You have to work hard. But I, 
I want to add to this, you have to remember all the time the client is king. And we do sell good feelings and results. So we these days with all the pills and the micro and the electrical modalities, we, we, we give a lot of results. But we forget sometimes about the good feelings. We still have to master an amazing massage. And if that's not your forte, you have to work on that massage because you do have to take them, as I say, to, to heaven and back. So I just want everybody to remember good feelings and results. And the massage is the one that guarantees good feelings. And um, one, one thing that I, I tell everybody, every class I do I, or every time I, I teach anything, the end of any service has to end up with the three R. And you ask for three tips, and that's um, funny because I have those three R's. Oh, I want to hear the three R's. <laughs> <laughs> one is don't forget about the retail, the referral, and the rebooking. Actually, it's rebooking before the referral. So retail, we have to show them what we use on them and what's that, that, that thing that will fill. Of course, if you find their needs during the service, you have to complete it with a, with a home care recommendation. You don't have necessary to sell. I mean, you have to sell, but they don't have to buy. They will come back. If you, if you recommend them the, the, best, the best thing, the one that will, will fill that need for their skin, you have to do this. It's, it's a lot of competition in skincare. If you don't sell something or if you don't recommend something, or if, and you don't educate the client, you won't make it. So first is retail. You have to, you have to do this. The second one is rebooking. You have to try to rebook them. Even recommending a series of treatments or, or recommending to see them in a week or two or three in order to fill that need. Everybody came. Everybody comes to you because they have a need, a skincare need that it, whatever it is, if it's aging or acne or sensitivity, you have to take care of this during the facial and you have to complete that with a, with a home, home care. It can be a product or two or three or samples. They cannot go empty-handed. You have to complete that, that circle. So it's retail, rebooking. So you have to, you know, recommend a next visit and then referral. If they like the circuits, they will refer it. You have to be sure you remind them you still have, you are still building your, your practice and you will need a few more clients as nice as her. So those are the three R. I love those. And I want to just say, you're right. I just read a study. I want to circle back and talk about these because I love learning from other people. And this is such a cool reminder. I just heard something. I think it was Estee Lauder that was teaching a class and they said that a client will purchase products. 70% of clients will purchase a product, a skincare product within 72 hours of having a facial. So why don't we use our expertise more instead of looking at it as something scary, give these people something that's really going to work for them instead of letting them go to a drugstore and purchase it or online and purchase it. Exactly, because everybody's using a cream or a sun protection or a cleanser. Everybody. Why not to buy it from you after you know their skin, after one hour of an amazing service? It positions you as an expert, and people want to buy from people they know, like, and trust. Exactly. 
exactly so. Uh, rebooking? I'm, I'm just so excited. About <laughs> I cannot stop. I feel like that too. Like I love your three R's and something you brought. I've been an esthetician for almost 15 years now and I never thought of somebody having sensitive skin as a problem. It was, it was a good awareness for me. I always speak to acne and anti-aging, but there are a lot of people that are scared to use anything because they're skin sensitive. Yes, yes, exactly. I separate all the time. I mean, first it's anti-aging. That's our main, the main part of our business, that acne, obviously for the young and oily. And then the sensitive is the third category that we, if one client with sensitive skin comes to you and she feels her skin in a better condition than after the facials, she'll never go anyplace else. She'll yeah. never buy anything from anybody because she trusts you. Well, thank you for that gift in my brain because you just made my marketing message a little more unique. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> well, you don't see very often sensitive skin because they're very afraid. But if you if you find a solution for their skin, they'll be yours forever. Yeah, I love that. And you're so right. And then the third thing, referral. I think a lot of practitioners are scared to ask for the referral and we need to shift the way we think about that because as women, we love to help each other out and we love to talk about, you know, the things that we're investing our money in and that we like. So it's simple as saying, you know what, if you have any friends and family members that are like you, I would love to have the opportunity to earn them as a client. Exactly. And that will happen. You have to just mention. Yeah. They, they'll send they'll send you people even if you don't mention, but they'll make a point to send you people if you mention and if you really need their help. They will love to help you. And it is about creating a result and taking them to heaven and back. I love what you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're at your school right now. Is that correct? You taught all morning? Yes. I am. We're closed today for students, so we have to work in the office and prepare everything for them tomorrow when they come. But um, it's um, it was really nice to speak with you. So thank you for for doing what you do. You you inspire a lot of us. Well, I appreciate that, and I am committing a hundred percent to coming in and teaching a class at your event. And I hope you don't mind that I'm going to give you a shout out and really talk about your three R's from stage at my live event next month. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that's, that's how we do. We share and hopefully we can share a lot more and then we'll accomplish some, some changes in, in, in the industry and in the state board. I would also like to have a coffee with you after you go to the next state board meeting to hear what's up so I can keep everybody on my mailing list informed. That will be great. I will I'll, I'll definitely like to share that one too. Okay. All right, Marilla, I'm going to let you get back to biz. And I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate you being here and sharing your expertise. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. Have an awesome day. You too. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, six simple strategies to generate a dramatic increase in your beauty biz income and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning into the Beauty Biz Show.